0: Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste.
1: Good morning, Beverly. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing good, Jenny. How are you? I am awesome.
1: If my sound is a little weird, it's because I'm in my car because I'm on vacation. And recording from outside my hotel, but it's 40 degrees. And I thought I could sit in a warm car instead.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that sounds better. That sounds much better.
1: So, yeah. So what have you been up to the last uh, bazillion years since we recorded?
0: (laughs) Um, Well, I have been making actually done quite a few things. I made a uh another Georgia tea from Elizabeth Suzanne and um and some Florence pants. The um the tea I made in some linen from our fabric store that we like and uh it's na- dark navy colored and then the pants I made in like this brown colored um Brussels washer linen. So it's a, it's a really fun and swishy outfit that I wore to work. And, um, I use anytime there's an option for tall pants, I choose the tall over other ones cause I don't want to have to lengthen them. And I know that there's a lot of folks that are tall, like I am, which is basically in your legs and not in your torso. And if that's the case, you're going to want to skip the tall version of the Elizabeth Suzanne patterns. Um, I, I always have to take more and more off of the waist because they're really, they're d- a lot of tall people have all different tall proportions. So I think I'm just going to lengthen the regular ones in the future. And also I, I made the pants based on, I think my waist size on it. And that was kind of a mistake because the hip size was made me smaller and they're elastic waist. So it, it would be better to do the by the hip size, but I really like them. They're very, very comfortable. Uh, they don't have any pockets in them and I kind of prefer pockets for my pants. So I'm going to draft some of those kind of slash pockets that I like um, to, to use for that. Now,
1: that's really neat. So I do have, I do have a question about the t-shirt. Oh,
0: okay. It's not really a t-shirt, but Okay.
1: So what's confusing to me about the T, and I, I understand it's not a T-shirt, is the word T to me always means T-shirt. So every time you say you've made the Georgia T, and then you say you've made it in linen, I'm like, where the hell are you getting this stretch linen? Because, <laughs> because it's not from fabricstore.com, I promise you. But the word T is just being used to describe the shape of the shirt when it's laid flat on a surface, right? Which just yeah, like it is stretch- not a T-shirt, it's just not knit.
0: Yeah, it's the shape of a t-shirt, but not knit. Yeah, you're right. It's um that's what Elizabeth Suzanne calls it. So that's what I've called it.
1: Does anybody else get confused by that? Do you think? Because for me, I just automatically hear t-shirt.
0: I don't hear <laughs> Yeah, and I I think probably most people think of a t-shirt that way, but it's the Georgia my ear. Anyway, every time
1: you say it, I expect something knit and then I'm gonna learn a new linen location for knits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you're going to be lost again. <laughs> and then I'm so disappointed. Anyway, it
1: sounds like a really neat, a really neat outfit. Did you wear those together?
0: Yes, I did. And so I made them for each other and I wore them together and it they, they looks really nice. I I I like that color combination.
1: Awesome. I also,
0: um, I decided to make the, so how seven pants that I like the free range pants. They're a, they're a sponsor again this month, right? So I believe 7. they are. Yep. Um, I decided to make them in shorts because they're so comfortable to me. I thought, oh, this is great. I need some for summertime. So I, I, I did our, our thing and I used quilting cotton. Awesome. And (laughs) I made them in this Alexander, uh, Henry quilting cotton. I sent you a photo of those, um, with that kind of tattoo looking fabric.
1: Yeah. These are the, um,
0: tattooed sailor mermaids maybe yeah 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 so it's like I think it's called anchors away or something but it's like black background with this kind of tattoo guys on it anyways um I think I got it from seams fabric and um so I used some quilting cotton however when I wore them they were a bit long and I was going to shorten them and so I said hey Jim you want to try these on they look so cool on him so he's going to keep them (laughs) I was hoping that would be what would happen with
1: those and you should make yourself a matching pair but but honestly I looked at them and I thought that is a gym pair of shorts if I ever saw some so yes
0: I'll put a picture in the show notes they're um they look really good on him they're good yeah that that's a that's a cute outfit what else did you make I made um I made a towel for the closet core Charlie Kafton. so I used some like really deep discount kind of shirting fabric for it. And I thought if it fit, okay, I would use it as a beach cover up, but it's really bad material for that. It's just like, if you imagine a men's shirt and then to wear that as a beach, yeah. cover-up, it's just going to get all wet and not be good anyway. So I have some thoughts on the pattern. First of all, that little thing in the front, that rectangle is like seems unnecessarily difficult right? Like, oh my gosh, when I did it, it made me
1: insane. It was one of those where I made my out of an old bed sheet and that, yeah, every piece of it, I thought, you know what? I could just do this using some really basic instructions for a (laughs) welt pocket and make something less fussy to put in.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, I was even like, couldn't you just put the fabric on either side and sew it, you know, but anyways, um, then I put, so the folded parts, the instructions, the way I read them, I thought that the folded parts, so there's this, the way that the captain is, is there's in my size range, there's not top darts. There's only. Oh, okay. So that's the difference. Yeah. The bottom darts I think should be on the outside. Okay. So I just did them like regular darts and they're on the inside. So they're just right. like these, um, lines going down the front. um, I don't know if, I don't know if it's the fabric I used or what, but it's the, the dress itself is not doing much for me. So I think maybe first of all, I'm going to size up a bit, um, because I kind of want it as a loose and flowy thing. And even for my hip size, it seems a little bit tight uh, for a calf. Right. I don't know. What did, how did you find that? Well,
1: and I, I didn't, so I didn't sew the bottom ones like a dart. I just, I just, they're folds. I use them like a, a weird shape pleat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so a weird what I, I saw pleat. in the pictures, but it's it, right. Maybe I re- misread the instructions, but I, it's possible. I did.
1: I use them as a weird shape pleat. That's, yeah. that's the way that I use them. But I also determined that for my body, I do want to make this one again, and I do like the look of the fussy, stupid triangle on the outside, (laughs) but when I do it again, I'm going to do the gathered skirt instead of the darted one, because I think the darted one is a neat look, but I don't think it's for, I don't think it's for my body with the radical difference between my, my under, under chest and my hips. Right. I think there's too, too many inches that that dart is trying to help accommodate. (laughs) I see. I see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the gathered version they have, which still has the fussy triangle a rectangle on it. But yeah. But instead of the dart, um, I was dissatisfied with the look of it on my body. It felt too rectangular, um, not not easy breezy like I think of a caftan. Yeah. Definitely not oversized enough, though. To be fair, I think it technically doesn't come up to my body size. So I already had things I had to do. Yeah. And in the end, after making it out of a bed sheet, by the way, when I say I made my toile out of a bed sheet, what I mean is I took a vintage bed sheet that I cared very much about (laughs) and made it into this piece of garbage I couldn't wear. And it was very dissatisfying um, because this was a strawberry shortcake bed sheet. I mean, I'm just saying this was a nice bed sheet. (laughs) And so there was super, super disappointment associated with it. I still like the look, the concept of it. I think it's a very neat, it feels very vintagey. And I think if I do the gathered skirt, because first off, I can control the level of gathering that I'll be more satisfied. True. true. Um, And I've also thought about doing like little knife pleats, Mm, you know, using a dinner fork to do it the way you can do by putting the fabric between the twines and flipping it to make consistently tiny pleats. Mm -hmm. I've wondered if that might not be a, a good look as well.
0: Well, so I finished that one. I had, I actually had to, to let it out on the sides to, to make it, to fit it comfortably at all. I'm not sure up right now that patterns in the knotty pile, <laughs> but that's maybe. what happened to mine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I did even more that I, did, I have to update the, uh, the list here because I also made uh merchant and mills came out with a little hack instructions which i could have done myself but they put out instructions for to make the factory dress into a top and so Mm -hmm. that um and just basically lengthening and putting in a, a side split on there so i worked on that yesterday and um that came out pretty good. I ended up having to let that. I I think I like it a little looser as a top than than in the dress. So I needed to let it out a little bit. But um, if you if you like the look of the factory dress but want to make a top, uh, that they have instructions on their website, and I will link that in the show notes. And that's awesome. I also. Oh my cut, gosh! I know. I cut <laughs> out a pair of um, of, of the House Seven shorts pattern that I made um I cut out a pair of those in linen for myself because I think I'll like that better but I don't have matching thread so had to put in a big wahwack order for all the matching thread I need and I needed matching thread because it's uh (laughs) there's top stitching on that so yeah
1: I mean that doesn't mean you need matching thread and I know you know that because you've made jeans and other things where the thread doesn't match but to get the look you wanted you yes. wanted matching threads, I wanted, and matching. of course, who doesn't need a big wal order? That's one mm-hmm. of my favorite types of orders to have to make. I have started organizing my threads, so I bought, I bought these little plastic drawers that tilt out of the frame that they're in from um, Harbor Freight. Okay. <laughs> because I love nothing more than a, a a hardware store supply that can be used in sewing. And each of these little things holds about nine spools of thread. I have like 36 of these little drawers now or something. And and I've got them sorted in rainbow colors, like the different threads that I have in these things. And what's stunning to me is the number of times that I appear to have gone when, say, Joanne has their... um, Oh, my gosh. I can't remember the name of the thread company now. Guterman? Guterman. I think it's Guterman, Yeah. When they have their Gutermans on sale where you buy uh, two, you get three free. Mm -hmm. So five for the price of two. I go in and buy five spools. Every time I catch that sale, I just buy five spools of thread. The thing is, I appear to have this stuck part in my brain that's like, oh, you don't have royal blue. You don't have emerald green. You don't have hot pink. And you always get black and white because I run out of those. And so I have like seven or eight spools each of the exact same stupid color on some of these colors when what I really need is to get some weird colors. So I'm going to try and come up with some sort of organizational system. Same things happen to me at the grocery store. Like right now we have 10 things of mayonnaise. Oh my God. Because in my brain, I'm like, oh, that's right. We're out of mayonnaise. Every time (laughs) I go to the grocery store, And we are not. And when I fix that, it'll be, we'll have 10 things of mustard. I mean, it'll just, (laughs) it'll, it'll switch to another item where now every time I go, I'm like, oh crap, that's right. I have to remember that I have to get that same thing for thread for me. So that's um, yeah.
0: I'm going to help you (laughs) with this issue about from Joanne. Okay. Okay. Because um, even if you get that buy two, get three for free. So you buy you buy two and get five. It's still cheaper to buy your thread through Wawak. And I know that, but and I do you have get to spend $100. So no, no, you don't have free. to. It's still, there's a $5.95, um, there's $5.95 flat shipping. And so I get these big rolls. And mm-hmm. if I buy one big roll and ship it, it's cheaper than getting it from, from Joanne's. <laughs> so, so first of all, I have to say, Wack. I think you can get Wack in Canada and United States. Sorry for the rest of our listeners. I don't think you can get it. I mean, you maybe you can, but it, it wouldn't be worth your money. But um, we only have to pay $5.95 shipping unless it's $100 or more then you get it. For free, right? So you actually don't have to go up to that amount, Jenny, even though you get the free shipping there. (laughs) So,
1: okay. So, the other thing I want to offer up as a hint to listeners, since we're really on this thread track right now, is that for my serger cones, I got an over the door plastic shoe holder Mm. that holds like 24 pairs of shoes or something. I have that hanging on the door next to where my sergers are my serger is, and I have my cones of thread in it, each one of those little shoe bags and the one I bought, which I bought for extra large shoes will hold between four and six cones of thread. And it's clear. Depending. So
0: you can see the color
1: and it's clear. So you can see it. And, um, and yeah, so I have, I have this whole thing going there and I'm able to keep my little colors segregated so that I know what I want to grab.
0: You know, that's really cool because um, but I don't have any doors here. I can do that with No, your- I know you don't have any doors, but but it's for our other listeners who aren't you. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was just for me. I know, I know.
1: Now they do sell them that you can mount on a wall and do other stuff, but your walls are all very busy. They already have things on them. So I don't mm, think I have I've left you things. at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh Jenny, what have you been sewing? So I thought
1: I'd done a lot until I started to listen to your list. And I feel like my my obligation is about seven per one that you do. And I definitely didn't make it there. Um, I did so uh, at this point about 20 items since we last spoke. <laughs> Wow. About my items, or at least since I last shared about them. Um, They're not all currently in the list of show notes. I'll I'll go ahead and take a new screen grab of of what I use to sort that. I will note that I have bought since the beginning of the year, I've had this pledge to buy from small businesses, and I've only ordered from fabrics.com or used a fabrics.com fabric one time in that time period. And I've used Joanne's, I think, twice in that time period. Everything else has come from smaller stores. And I've used a total of 28 different smaller store sources. Wow! So I think I'm doing okay on my plan to really support small businesses instead of um, some of these larger businesses. Now, larger businesses... I, one thing that always frustrates me is when folks say, you know, when you support a large or a small business, you're supporting your community, but a large business, you're not. Well, those large businesses do employ people in their communities. That's There's true. definitely support there.
0: Yeah. But,
1: but I have an interest in seeing fabric available on a local basis when I travel in my community places like that. And so supporting that gives me an increased opportunity for that because many times those very large businesses we're buying from aren't evenly distributed throughout communities. They're in one location and you may or may not even be able to visit that location. And there's something about seeing and feeling and touching fabric. That's so beautiful.
0: And also, you know, we would like there to be a variety of different choices. And it's just like, I mean, I remember when in uh, the the 90s, when Walmart started taking over the country and we, and I'm not, this is not, don't, you know, send anything that we don't, we hate Walmart, which I kind of do, but anyway, um, the, <laughs> just don't send anything about it. Cause
1: honestly <laughs> it's, it's not like a real hot take to hate
0: Walmart. <laughs> so anyways, um, but when they started showing up everywhere, it wasn't so much that there was something, well, there was plenty of problems with them, but also the big thing was then they became the only thing available. Yes. And if we, if we spend our money at you know, mostly at Joanne's, yeah. then Joanne's might be the only thing available. And, and, and yeah, and you definitely want
1: more variety than that. And the, the Walmart thing, I totally hear when we first started visiting my mother-in-law in the town in Delaware, she lives in it's a very small town. Um, there was no Walmart. And it was all small businesses and there were pluses and minuses to that. The hours were weird. You couldn't always find what you wanted, all this other stuff. But when the Walmart moved in, you lost all of that variety and interestingness. There were many, many small businesses that over the next five years gave up, yeah. went out of business and and became something different, which is is the homogeneity of that is frustrating. And so it's really nice.
0: Well, to have yeah. that variety. Yeah. And I wonder for our listeners that live in other countries than the United States or probably, I think Canada is probably similar to us where we have kind of become, uh, you know, if you go to any town, you'll see the same damn stores, right? You see yep. like, okay, there's a Staples, a Joann's, a you know, this in, in the, a Lowe's and a Home Depot or whatever. I wonder if um, you know because when I wa- when I went to Italy and in England, the places that I went anyway had much more interesting stores. And I I wonder if it has to do with being kind of a new country versus the old country kind of thing. I'd, I'd be interested to hear what people's yeah. I have are. no idea, but that is interesting. My
1: big focuses um, this past several weeks have been really on trying to do things related to PF Naughty Pile and trying to do things for Katie Cortman's So Happy Color. And I have made a whole bunch of stuff, but I'm going to share really just about a few of them. One of them is the dress that I'm wearing today, which is a Chris Woodsews parasol dress that I started, I'm going to say in January, and, and I, I decided to make it by adding three 10 inch tiers to it that were gathered sort of like the Friday pattern company, Wilder gown and yes. some other dresses that are similar in that tiered way. And I thought, well, this is brilliant. I bought, I bought loads of this fabric. I think I had five yards and I thought a parasol dress takes me two and a half. Five yards is plenty for this. It was not plenty for this. Um, when I got going, I was ha- not even halfway through the final tier on the dress when I ran out of gathered fabric and i had to order some more from nude mood not nude <laughs> from mood fabrics and then the first That'd thing be i did it,
0: i know right first thing i did <laughs>
1: <laughs> was put it in my 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 uh, shopping cart at mood and then not check out with it so i was delayed further until i realized the reason they hadn't mailed it is cuz i hadn't ordered it So then I ordered another three yards of the fabric thinking surely three yards will get me through the last half tier. Now I didn't do anything clever like math because I couldn't figure out exactly how much I needed. Um, And indeed I did order not enough. So I ended up um, taking out the gathering on the top tier and gathering it slightly less. Okay. So that I wouldn't need as much to go around and I cut off some of what I'd already gathered and paste it. Anyway, it ended up fine is all I'm saying, but it, that but I a still made master- naughty
0: pile thing.
1: Oh my God. I don't know how this thing is even finished and on my body. I will tell you truly. So then I put it on and I'm like, okay, so the Rayon batiste. It's heavy when you have when you have as many yards as I do <laughs> in gathers going down your body. It's heavy. And it started, like it stretched the waist out in a weird way or made it look stretched out because it wasn't stretching it sideways, but as it went down. So I put a tie on the back at the waist to bring it in a little bit. It just, I had to go through so much stuff with this. In the end, the final tier is 15 yards linear length. Oh my God. So I had to hem 15 yards of length on the bottom tier it grand total took um 25 yards length these are 10 inches wide keep in mind yeah yeah of of tiering to go all the way to do all of them but it is delicious you wear this it does the skirt doesn't look that big when i'm wearing it not moving that skirt does not look that big okay it but when i spin wow First off, totally an underwear moment, but even ignoring that it is just, it is so lush when, when when there's a breeze, but not a wind, A wind is dangerous, but when there's a breeze, when there's a breeze, the movement on the skirt is fabulous. It is, it is wonderful. It is wonderful. And I would, and I can't believe I'm saying this totally make this again. Really? But you would do some math. I would do some math, and I would hope it was better math than I did when I made recently the Chris Woods waterfall dress, where I miscalculated. And here's how I did it. I'm an accountant. I want everyone to remember that as I share this story. I'm an accountant. I had to divide my hip size plus 10 by 2. So 61, plus 10, 71, divided by two. My answer was 30.5, and I moved forward with that information. <laughs> it turns out that if you use a calculator, something my very first accounting instructor taught me I should always do, even if adding one and one, mm. you would get 35.5. Yes, And that, that five inches, which would be doubled because it, it happens in a few places, would make a big goddamn difference in whether <laughs> that thing will fit you. Because if you effectively take my hip size And make the fabric, my hip size, it does not fit. Yeah, Because it turns out ease, something we've talked about before, is something you want in a garment. Yeah. So that was a very frustrating thing that happened with the most beautiful fabric that I got from, um, I believe I got from seams fabric. And it was, uh, it was like the prettiest thing. I don't even count it as one of my makes because I can't even put it on my body. Like I pulled it on and it was worse than sausage. I mean, I was having to, I was having to literally lift my belly into it, which is not, not the look that this dress is going for. Um, so, so when I got done with that, I put it out on my Instagram and I'm like, please, somebody take this dress. Do you know? Nobody did. Really, and the thing is with this dress this is just raw yardage it's just giant rectangles the only reason i can't reuse it for what i want is i'd already put the belt holes in it so there are so there are belt holes in the like way wrong location and it can't be what i wanted it to be and maybe i could pull it out i might just give it to my daughter i'm just it's so frustrating and i was so happy with this fabric because this is one of those i mean all woven fabrics are woven but this is one of those um uh, what do they call that? Yarn woven plaid, or, or whatever. Dyed. So yarn dyed. Yeah, so it's so that they use individual pieces of threads in the right colors to weave it to yeah. make it what it is, yeah. right? So both sides are the same, or yeah, 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 the same, and like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's super, super awesome fabric. So 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 disappointed. Still haven't figured out the answer to that, but I'm doing a clothing sale next month. I'm talking so fast. that I may throw that in. It doesn't matter. Um, so that was that was another naughty pile item, but I don't have a way to fix it. So from there, I decided I would take fabric. I bought it, create domesticity, mm. and I would turn it into the waterfall dress. And this is the Narita Hansen Rainbow Gingham fabric that I bought. And the waterfall oh, dress yeah. is super cute. It's basically big rectangles with a belt in it. I mean, mm-hmm. essentially. There's a little bit more to it the the way that anyway it's cleverly done. I always mess it up when I made it. Make it every time I've made a mistake, not usually a math mistake. Um, and this time it came out beautifully. It came out right. beautifully. I didn't make any mistakes. I didn't have to redo anything. I was so pleased with it. Super cute. Many compliments. Love, love, love. So that's another one. I would count that as PF Naughty Pile because the reason I haven't made that in more than a year is because every time I make it, I, I screw something up terribly and I screwed something up days before I made it again. And I still chose to plunge ahead and see if I could do it. And I did so proud of myself. Um, (laughs) And then the other thing I made is um, that was naughty pile is I made a wiggle dress from a designer that I do not purchase dresses from any longer. We've talked about this before on the podcast, And someone sent me a copy of this Patreon only available pattern and said, I know you've had problems with the sizing. I want, I've seen this on bodies like yours. I wanted you to have a chance to make it so you could decide if you want to begin supporting again. It was very badly drafted. I made the size that's meant for me. I would need to go down at least four or five sizes in order to have this fit as a wiggle dress. (laughs) It was, it was ridiculous how badly this fit. It did not it did not make me think, yes, I'm definitely going to go back and support this. What it really made me think is if I started sketching out the dresses that I want, what would it cost me to pay someone to draft them so that they would be available <laughs> in right. my body size? <laughs> because because I don't want to learn to draft, but I want these things and they're yeah. not out there for me or not out there for me in a way that doesn't require a significant amount of effort on my part. Right. So so that was that. When you go to color, mostly, mostly my so happy color dresses were dragon fruits, and dragon fruit, of course, is the one that Carmia has not as yet decided to release. Though so a couple days ago, she shared one of the dresses I made and said, "Boy, Jenny and the other testers are really working hard at convincing me to <laughs> to release this dress." So I don't know whether it'll happen or not, but. Um, but the dragon fruit is what I've been making and I've been I largely hope it does using
0: because I think I would like that. I think that would, that I
1: think would suit you really me. would, whether you did the the ruffles or not, because it comes in both versions. Uh-huh. I think you would really enjoy it. I've started adding sleeves with gathering at the cap to all of mine now, mm. because for me, for work purposes, sleeves are more practical and I'm considering adding a sagebrush sleeve to it one of those really big poofy Mm. sleeves that you hate, but that I love instead of the ruffles. But I've also thought about adding the ruffle at the shoulder and a cap sleeve to it. So I get the ruffle, but I get the, the not sleeveless look that I, that I'm sure because of the patriarchy or whatever I associate with management, women not being sleeveless. So I don't really want to dive into that, but that's why I feel like. Well, I I think
0: probably men are also not sleeveless at your work. That, I mean, not that I've noticed so far. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we're mostly working from home. Um,
1: <laughs> but anyway, I love it. I've made it out of the IL-20, the lighter weight linen from uh, fabricstore.com in three or four colors so far. I have, I, I don't think I own all of the colors they make in that yet, but I am coming so close because I just keep going back and buying more. I this I love this weight. I love this weight so much. I love, love, love this weight so much but okay so God you're gonna just cut all of this I bet but anyway because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ranting and I'm ranting on good things though for once. Um, so Kara Mia who designed that dress is right now starting a 40 day challenge for herself wherein on day on odd days she'll be making something out of bleached or dye ready muslin type stuff like linens or cottons or whatever but but a neutral color that you can dye and then day two, she'll be embellishing the fabric with paint or dye or something else. So make a dress, embellish a dress, make a dress, embellish a dress wow. for 40 days to kickstart creativity. Previously, mm-hmm. she's done 100 days of one new dress that yeah. she designed every single day, things like wow. that. I am loving watching this because, as you know, fabric, making my own fabric or my own dress is unique through paint, dye or whatever is something I'm really interested in. So while I'm here in Knoxville, they have a really great used bookstore. I have bought so many vintage books on how to do fabric manipulation through paint and dye and other things. I am so excited to get back and get started on that. And I just discovered that there's a local woman who does a screen printing class, which I want to come back and take. Because that's another thing.
0: I want to take a screen printing class really bad. I really do. Yeah, that's I agree. Really cool. I think
1: it'd be really neat. I'd love to be able to do smaller patches or centers of backs of jackets and things like that. I'm, I'm dying. Like to, to I mean, for sure. Um, I have super exciting things to talk about related to that privately with you later related to our Patreon level that gets gifts. So, so excited. Um, so that's, that's a lot of what I've done. The other weird thing I did that's totally out of character, I made two, count them two, one and two peasant tops for a granddaughter on purpose without anyone asking me to do it.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> and when I gave the first one to my granddaughter, which had a gathered neck, she was at my home. She put it on, she tried it on. She's like, I like it. And I said, okay, what would you want to be different about it? And she looked shy and I'm like, no, just I, I'm going to make you more. And so if you tell me, then we can try and make them different. And she pointed at her neckline and she's like, I don't want this to be elasticized. And I'm like, God damn it. The one thing that it'll be hard for me to do differently. (laughs) So so what I did was I, on my next peasant top, I gathered the really big opening for it. And I used bias tape and made one little tie in the back or the front Mm -hmm. and made a little keyhole neck that can go back or front, right? So it can be worn either way. And then I found and shared a nickel placket a, like a magic way of doing it in my stories, which is how I'm going to do the next one. Cause I'm going to put a little snap on it.
0: Oh, nice. So,
1: so she, she was critical, which I want to teach her to be when I make things for her because my children never were. So I made a lot of stuff that they said they liked and never wore. And I want to, I want to train my grandchildren to say, thanks, honey. I appreciate it but this is how I would wear it more. Yeah. Because I want them to wear it. If I'm going to make it, I want them to wear it. And so yeah. I want to try and train that into them. So that was, that was, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I made, as you know, a lot of other things. I made some cosmos and elemental
0: from House 7 These are amazing. Go find oh. them on my feed. I love that outfit. That is a great outfit, and that element. So you bought that pattern together, but Elemental is actually a free pattern. Awesome. by itself. And so for people who are interested in doing the um, fru- frugal, what's it called? Frugalismos. It's it's, fru- oh my it's frugal crap or something.
1: I think it's so frugal. I mean, we're going to put the right link in our show notes, guys. But right now, what you're experiencing is that we don't always remember the things. Yeah. But frugalissimo's frugal free frugal sewing pattern challenge for 2022 in March. Yes. Which you still
0: have time to do. Yes. That's a great pick. It is, and um, it's a it, it's a nice um size range. For a free pattern. It goes
1: up, it goes up bigger than my hips. So um, definitely bigger than 61 inch hips. I bought it as a pair, as a paper pattern from Mulberry Silks, um, because I always try when I find a pattern printed in paper by an indie designer that fits my body, that goes to my Mm -hmm. measurements. I always try to buy one when I'm at a shop and to tell the shop owner, that's why I'm buying it. I'm buying it because you carry something that fits my body. And so, you know, so I picked it up there. I made some adjustments when I made the Cosmos sweatshirt. I cut six inches out of the length of it to make it cropped. Now it is not cropped in the sense that it barely skims my under chest, right? Mm-hmm. It comes down to the waist of my skirt. Mm-hmm. And if I move enough, you're probably going to see belly slice or whatever, but it's, but it's, it, it's not exposing is what mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and I made two different sets of those and they were both completely adorable. One from a French Terry that I got at, um, uh, Craft Habit Raleigh when I was there visiting for a class I took and the other one from um, a Blackbird fabric double knit or sweater knit jacquard that was daisies that sort of lots of people posted about when it first came out at. Blackbird a month or two ago.
0: Okay. And I had bought it
1: and had not decided what to make with it. I love it. It's really great.
0: So the next thing we wanted to do was talk about new patterns and there are several to talk about. I have got so many and I know you do as well. Yes. The first one that I had, it's so funny. This is this is kind of funny. This is the By Hand London Flora dress. It has new and improved sizing up to a 68-inch hip. As soon as I saw it, I sent to Jenny. I said, "You're going to love this." And then what did you say <laughs> back?
1: i probably said i tested it yeah so here's the hilarious part people kept well first off when i first saw that it had been released finally because i tested it a while ago when it was released finally and by london posted an image saying this has been updated i'm like i've been waiting for that and i went to their website and then i'm like oh i tested this i have this because i had been waiting for that dress for so long (laughs) forgot that I already had it. And I made it with the tie sleeves and I do love it. It is, it is really cute. Um, even with the tie sleeves and even with my, um, massively supportive bra straps, um, it largely hid the bra strap when I wear it, which I, Can which I appreciate. Dress? So it's, um, it's a fitted bodice with darts and then a full skirt that is described as a high, low hem skirt. Okay. I will say that on my body, well, you can do a, a not high low, but you can also do a high low on my body. I did the high low and because, because of the way that my butt sticks out, mm-hmm. it, it's really more of an even skirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the next one I make with the high low hem, I'm going to make the high low more dramatically different okay. because that was the look I was looking for. And it's it's subtle it, mm-hmm. with my anatomy. It is subtle. And I know that because when I make dresses, I vary my back skirt length a little bit. I always drag it down a bit because I know that my butt shelf basically <laughs> is going to make, is going to make the hem difference. So it's super, super cute. It is perfect for, well, I made mine out of IL 20, um, like a sunset orange color, mm-hmm. uh, coral sort of, uh, solid linen, which I really, really loved but it would be beautiful for a fabric with texture that you wanted to show off. It would be, there's a lot of different things you could do with it. I think that would be perfectly lovely.
0: Nice. Okay. Awesome. Do do you have one you want to... Oh, for sure. So the
1: Megan Nielsen has uh, released the waddle skirt up to a 62 inch hip. And I will say waddle, this is with T's, is one of my favorite words in the world. Um, And in this case, I read it as waddle with two D's because I think that's hilarious. (laughs) But anyway, it's a classic set of skirts with a unique crossover closure at the side seam. So instead of having a zip, you've got two buttons at the side seam that hold it closed. It's got um, pockets on both sides. It comes in multiple lengths. Um, There's a pleated version, a bias version, and a gathered version. My intent is to make the midi bias skirt uh, with the button closure, and then the gathered knee length with the tie closure, because I think both of those are going to be completely adorable. Um, The bias version, I plan on doing that dramatic thing you should do with biases that have a seam in the center front, namely stripes or checks yeah. or something else where yeah. you bring it together. Now that's challenging for me because it'll involve pins and accuracy, but I am planning <laughs> to, to pull that off.
0: <laughs> and that's, you, you do have to, that that's a very precise because it's right uh-huh. down the middle. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Got to get it right. Or you got to put a piece of ribbon over
0: it. Um, so so <laughs> I do there? have a backup plan already. <laughs> What's your next pick? So the next one is, is not su- such an exciting one, but um, it is uh, the Grainline Scout tea. It has, uh, th- there's two size bands. For the grainline scout tee, and they added another size to the larger size band, so now it goes up to a sixty-one inch hip, Which I was, you know, incremental change is good. Yep, and it's and it's a woven tee again. Yes, and they actually is. call
1: it a woven t-shirt.
0: So and it may just also be my
1: brain that reads it wrong.
0: And you can also make. By the way, I have this pattern, and you can make it in uh, knit as well. Yeah. It's, it's
1: cute. It's a very simple shape, um, but I love the cap sleeves and the scoop neck because that's a little bit less common, I find, yeah. in a woven um, or a knit, for that matter. So I love that. Another one that I saw that I'm really excited about is uh, called the Curvy Classic Dress Up to an 80-inch Hip by Rebecca Page. And this is a dress that's um, a double dart in the front and I think it's single darts in the back with uh, various sleeves available for a fitted bodice, which then has um, a beautiful pleated, dramatically pleated skirts. Although of course you could pop on any old kind of skirt you wanted to. If you can get the fitted bodice right, the world is your oyster for skirts. But
0: I mean, this dress just screams Jenny.
1: Oh, I love it. The other thing I really love about it is the main image on Rebecca Page's page, where I found it is a, a larger sewist mm-hmm. or a larger model modeling yeah. this dress in an above knee length length. Yeah. Which and the, the combination I really appreciate. Yes. All of that. I really appreciate It's really, really beautiful there. Um, and it is, it's a hundred percent me. I don't quite know what I'm going to make it out of yet, but you know, I
0: already own it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one I wanted to mention is the Liz Haywood zero waste culottes. And I'm dying to know how you make zero waste culottes, but, um, they go up to 64 inch hips. Um, and her website shows a variety of different bodies in the culottes and including a man. So, um, I, I'm very interested in this pattern because it does, it seems like it would be tricky to make zero waste culottes. I think you have to be the one to make these
1: because I obviously would never wear a culotte, but I think Jim would. So I think you've got to make these. Okay. I I just, it's my feeling is you've got to be the one to make them because we need the answer to that question.
0: Yeah, we need to know.
1: (laughs) We need, we must know. I mean, a hundred percent. I want to raise a zero waste pattern that I located or noticed this week as well. The Iris zero waste blouse by fiber and cloth. That's just been released. And in fact, I was chatting with, um, uh, Hand oh crap handmade Mandy this week about her experience in testing for it and making it, and it's one I I think I'm actually going to make. Yeah, it's got that a button is beautiful. front to it. Yeah, it's got a button front. It's got two options for sleeves, and it has a lovely tie around the neck, which I think is really cute too. So this is one I'm I'm planning to make. It also has the advantage of being a pattern by a black pattern designer, and mm-hmm. I'm always interested in supporting um, people who have have historically had a harder time accessing the design space and sewing. So I'm really excited by it. And of course, as you know, I've been very much in love with the Fotinia designed by the same designer Yes. Uh, recently. And so this, to me, this looks like one that I'm going to enjoy. I have already purchased the pattern and will be making that um, almost certainly as a dress in the upcoming weeks.
0: And that one, the range on the hip size on that is from 30 inches at the low size up to 68 inches on the high side.
1: Yes, I apologize. I meant to to note that and mention it. It is It has got a good range and that's that's also really exciting. In the zero waste space, it is less common to find a good range. Chris Wood does all of her items by measurement. So you, mm-hmm. you have an, an infinite range, but it doesn't really scale the ease. So you sometimes have to do some thoughtful consideration yeah. of what you need to do differently for your ease if you're on the higher end. Um, so it's uncommon to find someone who's who's really thought it through for different sizes.
0: You have more. Oh, hey,
1: I got so many more. How many more do you want to hear about? I want to hear them. I want to hear them. (laughs) Okay. So the Haywood blazer from mood patterns. Now this is, this is, as I recall, and you're going to tell me I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Mood is where I have to tape them together, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's the only thing I don't like about this. Um, But this Haywood blazer is a hundred percent a blazer. Beverly would never, ever wear. I would. It has what, what looked like to me a modern take on the Lego mutton, <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> so, because it's like super big at the top and it comes down to a narrow cuff. Co- uh, it's very eighty a co- style, I think. Oh my god, so amazing! It has no closure, no closure. So you could do anything you wanted, any fabric, any anything. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. It's got. Big, um, what looked like fisheye darts on the back. It's got darts uh, from the underarm that are intended to assist with shaping for a front chest. Um, And those sleeves, those sleeves, those sleeves. And I want this in neon pink. And then you're going to go the fairy. I mean, that's 100% it. This is what this is for. Um, In in addition, of course, Mana and Broad has released their hide tee, which is their second knit t-shirt pattern. After the tarlee, which I made a ton of as dresses last year, and I think the year before, but it, I don't quite recall when it came out. This one is a boxier T-shape, but the thing that's really nice about it is that it offers a um, cross-back option to um, to make it easier for people who have um, have a need for a looser back in order to be able to put on the garment. And I've forgotten what that cross-back is called. Do you remember? No. Oh, envelope back. It's an envelope back, which is considered an accessibility feature. And it's, it's really neat. Um, I could also imagine doing the envelope back and sheer uh, stretch lace, for example, a a stretch lace pattern in order to get kind of a really neat look back there as well. So,
0: and the chest range on this pattern is from 40 inches up to 64 inches. But as you've noted, they will grade up if you need to be size absolutely they'll grade up
1: and uh since it does come down below hip it's a 71.5 that it's designed for but with that envelope back you if you can fit within there the chest measurement the odds are pretty good you won't need even if you're relatively pear-shaped any adjustment for that hip if you're doing the envelope back um and then my my final one that i was really in love with um is the Victory Patterns Lola Sweater Dress. This one only goes up to a 60 inch hip. And of course I'm a 61, but it feels like that one inch isn't going to make the difference here. This is, I, I I don't even know how to describe it properly. It's a wide crew neck, like a wider crew neck with a uh, a, a slightly wider than normal ribbing on it with princess seaming front and back and a, a waist shape in the front that's like the, upper curve at the top of a plate. If you're holding a plate and in the back, it's the opposite curve. Mm-hmm. So it curves up at the front, down at the back. It's got pockets that I hope to hell go from pocket height down to the hem, but it's hard to say. Based why on would the you image want it to go shows. to the hem? Because I love the concept. I can put Barbie dolls in there. I don't <laughs> understand why you're asking questions. I love all of this. This, like this easy is so to go amazing. Find your phone. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, yeah, I understand. I see what you're saying, but oh my God, this yeah. is amazing. I think this is so gorgeous. I think my only sadness is that it's coming out as my weather is starting to be less appropriate
0: yeah for I things think that are this in Australia, type of isn't. It?
1: Right. And so it's designed for someone else's weather, but it means that it's coming out at the wrong weather moment for me. But as I look at it, I I just, I keep thinking, you know, I could make this from a French terry. And if I cut the sleeves off, if I made them elbow length, Mm -hmm. it would still be a perfectly appropriate spring dress for me. And so I, I'm going to make this, this I'm so happy. And it has that little triangle at the front below the ribbon, like a sweatshirt you buy at a store does. I'm so excited. It's also raglan sleeved. Um, which Oh yeah, I forgot about the raglan, princess seams and raglan sleeve.
0: Yeah. There's lots of like interesting things on it. I'll be I think it's gonna suit you very well. Um it it reminds me of your um your chive dress. Yeah, it's you know it's similar to that.
1: It's also those pockets remind me of the pockets on um, the Celeste dress that I made from inch mm-hmm. to stitch as well, which is a yes. woven. I'm super excited by this one. I've got a beautiful blue French terry that I think I'll end up making it out of. And I'm hoping that some of the merchant and mills ribbing I bought or some of the other ribbing that I've purchased recently will go with it beautifully. Cause I think it would be nice yeah. to have like ribbing that was on purpose with it, you know, that was intended to match. So I am super excited about this one. That's great.
0: Next week, we will talk about the wrap up for PF naughty list. So hope I've been enjoying seeing all the things that people have taken from their, uh, you know, pile of things that they're not using and turned them into garments that they are using we're excited to see and i know we have a pattern from so how seven do we have anything else this month we also have a chris wood sews pattern oh great great that's awesome so we have so how seven and chris wood sews um, patterns this month If you are interested in supporting our show, you can go to patreon.com slash and you can choose from three tiers. You can just be a friend. You can be a friend with benefits, or you can be a friend with gifts. And so I think those are really good choices. Absolutely. And we have just a special small surprise
1: gift that we'll be sending out to our friends with gifts um, to the first 20 of our friends with gifts. So... Um, Just a a, a little token that's not the the annual gift, it's a bonus gift. So we're we're very excited about that as well. If you're interested in uh, providing a um, prize for our challenges each month, you can reach out to us on uh, Instagram via DM, and we'll be glad to set you up with um, parameters for how to make that happen. It's very exciting. We appreciate all the support that we've seen both ways. Yes. And of course, finally, one of the best ways you can support the program is by uh, rating us uh, five stars on your favorite podcatcher. But in addition to that, tell your friends, share our content um, and let folks know about us because the the more the merrier. Our goal is an increased sewing community and you've definitely helped us do that in spades. Thank you. See See you next Tuesday.
0: Tuesday punk Rockers is created produced and edited by beverly baptiste and jenny Hassler. on instagram you can find the podcast at punk Frackers. you can find jenny at jo Hassler and beverly at weeds to wildflowers our artwork and music is created and performed by jim Duran. you can find him on instagram and his website at jimduran.art